Hello, and welcome to the Pretty Pixels podcast. I am one of your hosts, Joey Crunwell, joined this week by... Oh, you're not going to do the shitty joke this time. I'm not going <laughs> to... Jesus. Tab is dead. <laughs> wow, Long live way, the way, That was way more harsh than the first take. We should have been well, That's what you get. That's what you get. Um, yes, I'm Ron, again, Uwe Bull apologist uh way <laughs> <laughs> bowl number one fan yeah. ron kluinski thank you for joining us um tab is out of town on a job interview they just reported in and it went pretty well so i'm i'm I'll be sure we'll i'm sure we'll hear more later maybe they'll tell us a little bit about it on a future episode but this week what ron and i are going to be talking about is our piles of shame our backlog our what else? There's got to be. There's another um, word for it. Waste of money. <laughs> Just backlog. Waste of money. The old dust dust pile. Uh, money money old, dust pile. No, that's bad. <laughs> money pit. No, that's not quite right either. Um, but before we get to that, let's let's talk about some news stuff. I saw a news a news article. I was very excited about it, and I thought about you, Ron. Um, Xbox Design Lab is back. And for listeners that don't know, the Xbox Design Lab is basically a, not free, but a a custom service uh, through Microsoft, through Xbox, where you can get your, you can buy a new controller for the Xbox One or now the Xbox Series S or X uh, and have it almost completely customized. You can have the body of the controller, different colors. I think they have like 17 different colors to choose from. And also Um, like some like designs, like camos and stuff like that. Like yeah, like patterns. the joysticks, the the shoulder buttons, the bumpers, the start and you know buttons and everything. So the what button? Um, and it's that's the, the butt buttons. Did I say butt buttons? No, you said, I don't know you said, I said start button, which is that's not a button anymore. This, I said the front buttons. We have it on record. Let the record show <laughs> that you said start. Button. I said butt buttons. <laughs> How dare you? Um, <laughs> so. I, I thought of you because you got because we both got one for their our Xbox One yeah. or you got it for your, I got it for PC it for the PC yeah. right but yeah it's definitely not um, free it's a premium mine, you're, paying a premium. you're paying a premium for it so well, it's like it, seventy it's like yeah it's, it's like, like 10, bucks. 10 bucks more than what it normally is which is still not right the worst that is that's not a premium yeah definitely yeah compared to what I paid for my PS uh, five controller mm-hmm. which we won't talk about but <laughs> it's beautiful it's great mm-hmm. um. But it's it's much more affordable to go through the Xbox Design Lab. And back in the day when they offered it for the Xbox One, I got one in pink because I always love to have a pink controller, of course. Um, but now with the Xbox Series X, I want one, but I'm like, that controller looks so similar to the PS or to the PS, to the um, Xbox One controller that I'm like, I don't need two pink controllers that look almost the same so now shit brown. i kind of want to go crazy you went crazy with yours didn't you yeah i did like a, a kind of like a pastel like, like cmyk uh color uh scheme because of my nerdiness and printing and all that stuff so kind of went like with the it's, a, yeah. it's like a pastel cyan body with yellow like accents and um there's some like light magenta in there somewhere too. I can't remember. It's on. It's on the couch. Is there was just an orange? I thought there was no. Orange. There's no orange. It's just a yellow, yellow light cyan and light magenta. Um, no orange. I think the buttons are white. I think is what I ended up okay. going with that on that. I can't remember. 
Looks really good. Yeah, though. I, like I I'm probably gonna get one. Are you gonna get one? I, like, because you, you said you're probably gonna end up getting a, a Series X, I mean, right? Well, well, I mean, well, yeah, eventually. But I mean, that's whenever Halo Infinite gets released, probably, which is probably not till sometime end of next year. I'm gonna assume. End of next year, you think? I think I think it's gonna be For I th- Halo Infinite. Well, I mean, by the time I get one, it may be end of next year. But I, Halo oh, okay. Infinite, I, 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 I see Halo Infinite coming out maybe like spring next year, spring summer. Damn, I don't think it's gonna be. I, don't, I think it's this year. I don't I think it's gonna like be it's... this year. I don't think. I, I think I can't. I would be really surprised. I said that about about Breath of the Wild too as well but breath of the wild 2 wasn't supposed to come out last year like halo infinite was so well i mean um, they didn't put it i imagine they didn't put a date on it at e3 did they i don't think they did no they didn't surprisingly so i'm that's why i'm assuming I think everyone was shocked because starfall or starfield got a date i think and halo didn't i i think they don't want to disappoint people again so they're just not going to put a date on it until probably they're like six months out i would assume just yeah. to avoid any further because you think about when it got delayed the first time how disappointed people were with it so like to them to you yeah. know pull another you know pull a we saw how all how well it did for cyberpunk to be delayed multiple times and where that game ended up but it was perfect when it came out though yeah hundred percent. it was in such good shape that it's coming back to the playstation store finally <laughs> after um, nearly 200 you, days <laughs> 200 yeah. days that's crazy well, to think about my favorite thing about that story is that sony said yes it's true it's coming back to the playstation store but players beware it's fucking broken, <laughs> it's still like, broken. They, they were like like warning it's still not like what all these patch notes that i've seen of like hundreds of bug fixes and things like that how is it still that broken that Sony's like, I guess we'll put it up, but, I'm, sh- but shit, watch it, out. I, I'm, I'm assuming that it's specifically for the PS4 base because that was the one mm. that was extremely broken to like where it was unplayable, whereas like it worked yeah. okay on PS5 and all that stuff. So I'm assuming that is literally just for PS4 owners like, hey, by the way, this is still probably really broken. I did notice that when I was going through checking stuff for the backlog and going through my trophies uh there was when i turned on the ps5 there was a news article like on the front page like cyberpunk is back in the store like (laughs) i guess you do need to advertise that don't you (laughs) um i'm curious i'd be really curious to see the sales data for that of like this second wave is there gonna be a i mean there probably will be a bump but not not what they want probably not a significant one yeah um Square Enix, I just saw this today. Square Enix is co-developing a Final Fantasy IX animated series with uh, French studio Cyber Group Studio. Uh, they said production is going to start later this year, and it's aimed at ages 8 to 13. This is from IGN. And I don't know how I feel about that. Like I can, I can some... see that game specifically skewing to that age range. Yeah. Because it was definitely like a lighter tone than 7 and 8 almost kind of like harkening back to like you know a three-ish sort of like more or playful ishness to it i feel like three was playful three was dark as hell like three what am i thinking of then you might be thinking of five or what uh, what was the mystic quest was that 
Oh yeah, that's Maybe yeah, that's that one I'm was pretty. Of. Yeah, definitely, that one was meant for like younger audiences. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. I was excited at first, and then I was like, it's probably not going to be for me. I'll probably check it out eventually. And they said animated. What does that mean? Does that mean three D animated or like you know, like CG Did animated? They say what or? it's gonna? What like streaming service it's gonna be on? Is it gonna be a Netflix not, thing or? from what i saw they're they're shopping it around okay so, so it could go amazon could be netflix yeah uh, um, and i've never heard of cyber group studio so i'm like i don't even know what to let's fact check them real quick here let's cyber group studios turn my safe search off make sure you get all the good <laughs> stuff get all the cybers they're, they're one of the they're they're the first result when you when you type in cyber group so your previous your previous search results for cyber groups cyber groups yep groups let's not, to let's cyber not, let's not go, oh even their even their logo looks very um oh yeah they're they're mostly child friendly um productions and stuff like that like a lot of their they almost look like um uh like some old like funimation logo treatment hmm. they're not they're not deke level uh uh logo treatment but they have a slew of like 2D traditional animation as well as some 3D animation here. I'm trying to see if any recognizable names or titles or anything. Um, they have a Tom Sawyer cartoon. They have a Zorro cartoon. None of this other stuff, though. I am familiar with uh, mini. They did they did the mini ninjas uh, series. Yeah, see, all that concerns me a little bit because Zorro and Tom Sawyer are, I think, pub- public domain. Well, <laughs> so I feel like I mean, they they, just... there's there's some like original stuff in here, but it's just like stuff that I am completely unfamiliar with, like um, Orange Moo Cow or uh, Droners or Fifty Fifty Heroes or uh, Zach Jinx. See, this is the kind of stuff that I like when I go to a gas station and there's like a little carousel of DVDs. That's what it. <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. The Adventures of Tom get, Sawyer. Getting some, gotta get something from a kid. I've only seen him drone drones. I've only seen him three months this year. Exactly. Hey, son, I got you a drone drones DVD. I think your birthday's coming up. They're like, I don't even have a DVD player, Dad. How and fucking I, old and are I'm you? also twenty. I'm, tw- I'm twenty-eight, Dad. <laughs> Don't you like the drone drone, son? Uh, this, poor, um, this poor trucker character we've just come up with. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I don't know. I hope it's good. I, I've seen Final Fan. I've seen mixed reactions from Final Fantasy IX fans on Twitter. Some of them are like, yeah, let's go. And some of them are like, maybe this could be terrible or good. I don't know. Um, today, I think it's today, is Prime Day. And I know a lot of people are very much against supporting amazon totally understandable but i think one of the the significant things about prime day for gamers is that not only are there pretty good deals on some games on amazon um, a lot of stores want to compete with amazon so they offer their own sales so their sales at like target and best buy and walmart um, for video games and um, accessories and things like that have you seen anything? Have you gotten anything? No, I have this, no money to spend right now aside from spending money on our kitten. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, that, yeah, you just had a vet visit. Yeah, right? we just had a vet visit. We had to, you know, we had to do the rabies shot. So that was a 
chunk of money that we weren't expecting to have to pay today, but you know, <laughs> so it goes. Um, so it goes on, with the honestly, with the idea that I have a huge backlog of games right now, like I don't really need to buy anything at the moment. Hmm. I, there's, there's a bunch of stuff that I should be playing instead. So that would be a perfect segue if we didn't if have we to talk there, about but... the other segment. <laughs> well, I mean, we could talk about the other things that but, we have yeah. been playing instead of me buying new games. That's true. Uh, other more recent but backlogs. I, me, before we move there, let me just say that I, I did pick up I don't want to know another copy of no. Dragon Quest XI. Well, why? Well, too bad. Too too late. Why? why? Because I really liked it on PlayStation 4, so I bought it for the Switch because it came out with a definitive edition, which has an orchestration, has the, the, the classic theme orchestrated like Final Fantasy VIII, which I love, and they have added content, and they have a 2D version. They have a 2D sprite version of the entire game. Okay. That's amazing. That seems... Okay, that's a, that's a little so better I, than just like just buying it because of the yeah, orchestration. Right. And well, also is the, see, I, so I bought that on the Switch for Christmas, and then I just bought the PS4 version on Prime Day because it was cheap. So now I have two versions of that version. Yeah, two versions of the same but, game. Uh, gotcha. But this coming from the guy. What who, have you been playing? This, this is coming from the guy who's bought Grand Theft Auto multiple times on multiple consoles. Um, that's right. Yeah. Even bought State it's of like Emergency it. for both PlayStation Two and Xbox because I'm an idiot. Um. <laughs> Uh, what have I been playing? Um, I hopped back in the Hypnospace Outlaw again because uh, I kept experiencing game breaking bugs in it, and uh, it always like every time I would hit that point or like around that point, it's like really early on in the game too. Like I would hit a game breaking bug, and I'm like, I don't want to go through all this again, so I just stop for a little while, and I'll go back to it. I'll get past that point. And then hit another game breaking bug. And I'm like, I really don't want to have to go through this all again. So I did it the other day, like a week or two ago. I started playing through it again, got past those points. So I think I'm beyond those bugs. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't want to sit down and play this at the moment. So I'll get back to it in a little bit uh, eventually. Hmm. I, I do, I've been playing a lot of Cookie Clicker too, like an idiot, um, <laughs> which that doesn't even require me to even like sit there and play with it. Um, I also picked up, uh, Catherine full body cause it was on sale in the last, oh, uh, yeah. it was cheaper than just buying the regular, uh, or well, it was the, the digital deluxe edition it was $25 and the regular version was 40. So I figure I might as well, this is, I think this is the cheapest I've seen it. So I'm like, I'm just going to get it. So, um, that happened with, uh, Jurassic world evolution. I was talking to a friend about it and they were like, maybe I'll pick that up. And I was like, oh yeah, you should. It's on sale. And they were like, really? So we went to the PlayStation store and it was full price. And I was like, oh, never mind. I'm, I don't know what I was thinking. And we scrolled down a little bit and like the definitive edition with all the DLC was like 80% off or something. Yeah. I, I like, what? I, what? I don't know why they, I don't know why they do that. Like that's, yeah. Well, just discount- gotta check, check. I mean, most, that. most of the time when I'm seeing games on sale, uh, they do a pretty good job of like discounting the regular version too. Like I saw like, watchdogs yeah. 2 like all versions of it like were at some sort of discount and obviously like the the, the like the super deluxe edition was at the biggest discount which and it was like three dollars more than just getting the base game so like i could see that as being like incentivizing you to yeah you should pick up the digital deluxe edition it's only a couple of dollars more than you know this already cheap game so yeah um 
and then I've been playing a, a little indie game called uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, wait, 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 hold on. Before we move on, how far are you and Catherine? Uh, not very. Uh, I okay. got, I think I am on day two right now. Uh, and I fucked up because I <laughs> thought I hit a save point and turned off the game. And then when I loaded it back up, I'm still on the last puzzle I was on and I was having a hard time with oh, it. So I'm like, I, ouch. I'm going to put this down for a little <laughs> bit and play this other game. So, yeah. yeah, I, I, I wouldn't judge people for using a guide for the puzzles because for me, I didn't the first time I played it. And especially when I got to the later puzzles, they were very frustrating. Um, so if you are playing this, I'm, this doesn't, I'm not necessarily talking to you, but like as players, yeah, I'm a real game, right? You, I don't use guides. Yeah, yeah, you're hardcore. <laughs> um, like that kid in the Wiz, the Wizard. <laughs> um, so bad, so bad. But uh, yeah, like if if someone's playing it and you're finding the puzzles challenging, just look up a guide. If you're just doing it for the story, um, especially because it has multiple endings and you may want to play through more than once. Uh, I wouldn't. I, when I played it the second time, I used a guide for most of the puzzles. I'm probably. Like, I'm probably gonna like play at least try to play through it one time on normal, and then subsequent playthroughs just drop it down to easy and just do it that way. So yeah. that way I could just get through the story. And you've been playing Final Fantasy VII, which is super exciting because I recently pitched an idea for a future episode to you about nostalgia. So we'll talk more about that later. But what are you? What are your early thoughts uh i am liking the action combat more than i thought i would um i was not it's hard for me to get grips with like having to like still open up like the active battle menu uh and like to do separate attacks but i feel like i've gotten a little better at it i am just uh what do we just do we just got the um we got the s- second thing of it jesse went and got the uh explosives from the shinra factory and we're heading back to the slums i think if we just oh yeah we just got back and then like all the the ghosty um things were coming and attacking uh the slums and that's about where gotcha. i left off so saw so the kitties so you're playing the PS4 version, yes. but did you do that? You did the free PS5 upgrade. It is not included with the PS Plus version. What? Yes, because they specifically said that that, wow. that is not included because they released it when they announced the PS5 upgrade. Wow! Uh, and they specifically said that that will not be included, or you you That's cannot get upgrade. You. Yep. But although the control ver- the control PS Plus included the PS5 version. Uh, hmm. so that was nice. So when I played that, I actually got to play the, the PS5 version. Um, Interesting. yeah, the, yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it still looks really good. Like I can't, since I have no base of comparison playing on the PS4 versus the PS5, like it still looks good. So like, right. Maybe like the little RTX, you know, flares and stuff like that would make it look a little better, but yeah, like, I don't think it's necessary for me to spend another like $40 on that game to, to get to yeah. that point. So yeah, Square also just announced a bunch of figures for Final Fantasy VII, and there's a Jesse one that I want, but of course it's like 150 bucks or something, so eh, someday. But I'll be looking forward to hearing more of your thoughts on that when we 
do our future episode about nostalgia. Mm. Um, I have been playing, I finished Mass Effect 3, so I'm done with the entire Legendary Edition. Um, I think I appreciate the games more the second time through, although weirdly enough, finishing 3 makes me feel a little bit more sympathetic with some of the people who were very angry about the ending of three back in the day. Um, I was far more forgiving of it for very specific reasons. I don't want to spoil anything, but like I was like, you know, I don't know. I just, I I was more understanding of, of the uh, grimness and finality of the ending. Mm -hmm. And then in this one, I think in part, because I was like, I want to go for a different ending, the quote unquote happy ending. And then I got it and I was like, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> so I think I, I think I understand and sympathize with some of the people that were pretty upset about that. Um, I did another run of Resident Evil Village on Village of Shadows mode, which was really hard. Even with like I had the infinite like Magnum and assault rifle and all that stuff, even still it was harder than I expected it to be. Um, and I think I'm done with it for now. I haven't gotten the platinum. I think I still have like four trophies left. But they're going to be pretty hard. There, a lot of them are based on the uh, mercenaries mode, mm-hmm. and that's just—I feel like I'm not ready for that level of annoyance and maddening, kind of like having to redo the same thing over and over again. So Might as well just I think I'm going to put it away. Wait until the DLC comes out and pick it up again. Then exactly, that's exactly yeah, exactly the plan. Um, so now I'm getting ready to start probably Final Fantasy VII again. Uh, but in the meantime, I'm, I started the Persona Five anime, and it's I I downloaded and signed up for Crunchyroll because you get a free trial of their premium, you know, ad free version, mm-hmm. and then they have Persona Five, but it it doesn't have the English dubs, and I wanted the English dubs because I love the the voice actors from the game, so I got uh, Funimation because Funimation had Persona Five anime with English dubs, and I was like, that's interesting. What I found out was Funimation is owned by Sony, and so like. In the anime, all the characters are using Sony phones and Atlas or like the Persona games are exclusive to the Sony platform outside of like Persona 5 Strikers. So I'm like, what is going like? That's interesting to me. Like, how much does that play into the fact that like Persona 5 is not on Switch yet or not on Xbox and all that kind of stuff? That's that stuff is really interesting to me. Maybe it maybe it doesn't at all. Maybe that brand that branch their manga or anime branches are are very different from video games but i would assume um, that they're probably it's probably a different different subset of studios you know like just like the idea that like you know there is also like the sony gaming versus the sony phone versus the sony tv department and all yeah. that stuff so i'm sure all that is still separate enough uh but i i forgot that funimation was owned by sony i remember seeing that on bumpers on funimation shows like the Sony logo distribution logo pop up after yeah, and I was I was annoyed because there's a there's apparently a promotion going on where when you sign up for Funimation on your PlayStation console, you get three free months of premium, but you have to download it and then don't sign up and wait for them to send you an email with a code and then sign up and use the code. And I didn't even know about the promotion, so I signed up. I like set up the account with the free trial of seven or 14 days or whatever. And then I got an email. It's like, here's three free months. And I'm like, Oh cool. And it's like, Oh no, but you, you already send up. You, you can't. Up. Sorry. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, I did, I did so this I was pretty mad about same that. thing with fucking stadia. 
because there, ah. there was a promotion like i kept hearing about like oh yeah they're doing like the stadia pro for free if you're uh a google one subscriber i'm like hey i'm a google or no it was a uh youtube subscriber and i'm like hey i'm a youtube premium subscriber sweet and i'm waiting for this thing and, and i'm like going through and i'm like oh there it is the youtube uh the stadia promotion and you click on it and you start setting it up but it's not that one it's a mm. different one where you can play it on the pc and now that i started that i didn't get the invite to the stadia pro which includes the controller and all that stuff so it's just like damn but you know what at, at, at that point too i was just like i'm not gonna fucking play games on stadia because that's <laughs> fucking dumb uh so you know that didn't matter anyway really it was just like another controller and it would, i would have gotten a, another chromecast out of it but whatever so i don't care that much i was almost duped into to getting stadia because they had that like founders edition and it mm-hmm. came with like the control i i almost did it but i convinced myself to the last second like you said we like when am i gonna play it because we have this big backlog <laughs> uh, yeah that uh, yeah this time well well, well, no, because now you you opened up a can of worms. I'm gonna go down to the fact that like you have to still buy the games on Stadia. Like they're not free. Like you're not paying a yeah. subscription. You're paying the subscription to like get a. You're paying fifteen dollars to be able to play premium versions or to be able to buy premium versions of these games, which is stupid and dumb. Well, it's actually interesting because how can you even have a backlog with a streaming service? Because if I know some well, streaming services take them away. allow you. They'll just take right. them away. Right? Yeah, they're like, no, we don't worry about that. We got it for you. We'll clean that up for you. <laughs> you got a little stack of games there. Yeah, Sight. Just forget it. Oh, you didn't talk about the most important <laughs> game you're playing there, Joey. Uh, which is Howard Stern's yes, penis. Probably, Ron wrote probably. in the notes. Yeah, I, yeah, I wrote that. Yes, I'm sure I did. Yeah. Um, oh no, I yeah I wrote that. <laughs> As listeners know, I'm very frequently referencing Howard Stern's <laughs> penis. Um, but no, so let's, let's get into backlogs. And so, um, I feel like I've heard a lot of people talk about backlogs and I've, I've weirdly heard people be like, I don't, I don't have any, I don't have a backlog. I just play what I want to play when I want to play it. But I'm like, that seems to be the exception and not the rule. I feel like most gamers have a stack of games that they own. Cause I think that's the distinction. A backlog is not games that you want to play. It's not, well, there's this one game that came out and I want to get around to it. It's games that you bought or own in some way and you're like, I'm going to play that and you just never got around to it. It's like, you know, it used to physically be a stack. Like you could put all the games you haven't played in a stack and say, this is my backlog Um, because of digital releases and such. Now it's kind of mixed physical and Mm -hmm. digital media, but um but yeah, it's 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 games that you bought with the intention of playing, um, and you haven't gotten around to it. For and another thing for me personally, because my backlog is fucking atrocious. It's so huge, and goes back thirty years almost. Yeah, <laughs> um, the same. No, not quite. About twenty five to thirty. Yeah. When you were um, able to start buying games on your own. That's it. Yeah. When yeah, when you were young, dumb, and full of disposable income. Yep. Right. Because before that, you know, we both came from like lower middle class families where you got video games rarely or like on occasion. It was like a big deal when you got a video game. So like you played that video game because you even if it sucked, I remember getting I I remember getting Illusion of Gaia 
and I was so disappointed. And my, my parents were like, oh, we just, it was like a stocking stuffer for Christmas because it was like $6 or something. Mm-hmm. It was like in the, the bargain bin. And I did end up loving that game. But at the time I started playing it and I was like, ugh. Because I had just played like Chrono Trigger and Final it's, Fantasy It's kind of weird that that was, in a bar, that was a bargain bin game. I'm kind of curious. I was like, what that goes for now? Because I don't, I, I thought that was a pretty like revered series. Uh, Illusion of Gaia, not really. And it was. Um, I think that's the only game in the series. I don't. Th- I don't think it is a series. I think I it's just that were, game. I thought there were multiple ones. I'm fucking pack pickups. Do it. I Look think it up. Spell Illusion. <laughs> Elusives of Gia. Um, but yeah, there were games like that or like Super R Type. Tested um, working thirty six dollars. Oh, see, yeah, that's not. So it's not too too bad. But um, but yeah, like I I played it, you know. Even mm-hmm. games like Super R Type, I was like, I I don't. This is not my kind of game. I'm not like a side scrolling shooter fan. But you played it because I that was like, anything hey, else you to know, plan. You know, yeah. I like I played the Ninja Turtles game, no matter how frustrating that game was. Mm-hmm. But I played it because that was one of the few games I had. Renegade, like that game's hard as fucking sin. Uh, right. But it's still, you know, I still played the shit out of it, and I got really far, and then would die and be like, oh well, I'm in put this way for a little while and go back to super mario brothers i can't imagine dying as frequently as i did in a game back then now and not giving up on a game if oh, i yeah. ca- if the game was as hard i would be like what the fuck i'm not gonna play this back in the day it was like i'll beat it eventually that, that's that's one of the things like the having the snes cl- classic like you know i just put a bunch of games on it and like i'm like oh, i remember playing this and i'll play it for like 10 minutes and i'm like hey this game's hard like I don't want. I don't want to play this right now. Like it's fun to go back to it and play it for a little bit, but then just like I got other things I could be playing more of now. Yeah, I'm trying to play. I've been slowly trying to make my way through Castlevania because those games were so hard that I, when I was a kid that I was like, "Oh, now that you can save, you can save after like every level or something." So I'm like, "I'm gonna do it. I'm finally gonna beat it, even with saving. It's fucking hard." Mm-hmm. So, um. But you, but you're right. Like when you start getting your own money, because then suddenly you're like, if there's a game that I even kind of want, I don't have to beg. I don't have to make a choice of like, do I want this game to ask for my, you know, for my birthday or, or this other game? I'm only gonna get the one that I really want. You can be like, I kind of want that game, and you can buy it. And like, I like with the GameCube when that launched, I bought Rogue Squadron and Super Monkey Ball, as I mentioned last week. And like Super Monkey Ball is not a game I normally would have bought, but I was like, fuck it. I have the money, mm-hmm. you know, like, why not? Like, I need a game for this new system that I have. Um, and so it was, that, was, that, was, that was fun playing with other people, though. Like, that was, you know, by itself, it wasn't that fun. But like, you know, when we played it together, it was fun. It was great. Know? Yeah, I, I liked that. Yeah, I definitely ended up liking it. Um, but you're you're right. Like, once you start getting your own money and start being able to just buy stuff that you're passively interested in there's new games that come out and you're like, oops, didn't get to that. Especially, and so then this... especially when you work next door or at a used video game store. Yes. Yeah. So we, we worked at a, a CD store, a record store together. Um, but before, wait, wait, it must've been before. Cause we got fired at the same time. Yeah, we, before. We, we, no, we were, yeah, we were, while we were working there, we were going to microplay all the time because we got the discount. Yeah. And before you started at CD warehouse, you worked at microplay, didn't you? No, I worked at microplay after I got the job. Oh, I got I got that I after swear I still worked. No, huh. we were just getting the we we just hung out there a lot. 
Yeah, and he would give us a like a five or ten percent discount. It was like a ten percent discount with all. So it was basically like you know ten bucks off like every used game, yeah. which is pretty pretty sweet. I hope or, that guy's doing well. He was cool. He ended up moving to Texas, and I think him and his brothers ended up buying a couple gas stations. I think that oh. was uh, last. I, that was the last I knew of him. Let's go so. down there and get a discount. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, but like you said, we, we had this store, we had this job at this CD store, this record store and this store, this video game store next door was this little small indie video game store. And the guy was super nice and gave us a discount. So yeah, we'd be like, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy that game. Um, and so, yeah, that's, I guess where, where did your backlog start? Let's still start there. Was it there? Was it what, like, can you remember like the first game that you bought and you were like, uh, you were either excited about or you're like, ooh, I, I'll get around to this. And you just never did. It was it was probably around the time I started, probably around the time I started working there. Because even then, like, you know, we, we were making, you know, CD warehouse money, which wasn't a lot of money at the time. Yeah. So especially like trying to buy a new game as well as like a new console on top of that. Like it was still a little more difficult even if we were getting the discount. Uh, but I was definitely buying more and more used games at the time, uh, and like slowly building up that collection that's now just sitting in bins in the basement. <laughs> you need to go through all that stuff. <laughs> um, no, but it was, pr- it was probably around that time when the, what the backlog started because it was just, you know, it was just so easy to be like, Oh, I've always wanted to play this, grab it. And then just like, I'll, I'll play you later after I get done playing this game for like the 10th time or something like that. Yeah. Or like, you know, like a game I rented that I played a little bit. I'm like, oh, I'd really like to own that and then buy it and then never actually play it anymore. Um, that happened a lot as well. What about you? When did yours start? Mine started around that time as well, but it was an older game. Um, not too much older, but it was Secret of Evermore oh God, for you the even, Super Nintendo. You remember the game specifically, geez. Well, yeah, because Secret of Evermore came out in 1995, which was like the pinnacle of the golden RPG era in terms of Super Nintendo RPGs because mm-hmm. it was the same year that Chrono Trigger came out, um, the same year that Earthbound came out, I think. I think Final Fantasy 3 came out the year before. But like all these big seminal RPGs came out, and it's when I discovered them. So I played Chrono Trigger, and then I played Final Fantasy 3, then I played Earthbound, and so I was like starved for these new RPGs, and I saw ads for Secret of Evermore, and it looked, and the advertisements were even like, it's like Chrono Trigger. And so I was like, oh man, I have to get it. And it was Squaresoft and all that stuff. So I was like super hyped about it. But of course, I think I saw it in like 97, didn't have the money for it. And then we started working in like 99 or 2000 or something. Um, so then suddenly I had the money and I think I bought it used at like a, a Funko Land or something. And I was so excited and I remember thinking I got it for a deal because I think I paid like $35 for it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I got this game. I'm so excited for it. And uh, and then I like played a little bit of it and I was like, eh, it's not quite like Chrono Trigger, <laughs> but it's still fun. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'm just going to put it aside for now. <laughs> and 23, four years later or something like that. <laughs> you, so you still haven't played it yet? I still haven't played. I still have it. I still own it. Um, I keep. T- I wrote a blog post like a year or two ago, all about this, and I was like, you know what? Because I'm posting this, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna play the game, and I still haven't done it. So I think the, that's probably my the oldest. oldest one that I looked 
because I didn't want to dig out like all my like SNES and 64 boxes. I think the oldest one I have on here is um, Lunar 2 um, Eternal Blue uh, Complete. I started playing wow. that. Well, but so like I got that after coming off of the first Lunar and playing it. And, you know, that's a 90 something hour RPG, JRPG. And, and you loved that game, right? I did. I did love that game. Uh, but then, like, coming off of that and then going right into another 90 plus hour RPG, like, I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I'm like, I gotta, I have to change it up just a little bit and play something else for a little while. And then I never went back to it. I think I got like two hours into it. And I was just like, I can't, because, you know, it's like, you know, it's also a JRPG where, like, you know, you kind of go through the training and, like, the game doesn't actually start picking up until you're like, 15 hours in uh so it's like that 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 is one thing that i like about the final fantasy 7 remake is it's like it doesn't have that slow build up like the first one did like i feel like i'm i've gotten way way farther in the remake than i have going back and playing the original one in the same amount of time so or at least i just feel like i'm progressing more uh but yeah that's probably the oldest game that i have that i was able to like quickly scan over my box and see that with I mean there's probably a bunch of other games that I'm like I always wanted to play that and I bought it and then I never played it um but without actually looking at any of that stuff like I can't I can't remember it offhand you gifted me a copy of Fear Effect 2 because I had Fear Effect and I think you said you had two copies of Fear Effect 2 I ended up buying that when Circuit City was going out of business and they discounted like all their like games at like five dollars and that was one of the yeah. ones that was always in there so i was just like buying multiples of games and then just giving them to people i never yeah I never, but it was like well after you bought it like you i think you had two copies and maybe you didn't realize it because you think, were like uh i think i was going to give one to my brother and i just never did and i'm like i'm okay. just going to sit on this thing if i don't and no one's going to buy it because so many people had it like i'm not going to be able to sell this for more than what i paid for it so uh i don't think i ever played the second one either me neither yeah still sealed i still have your sealed copy yeah um i didn't put that one on my list because i'm like i haven't played the first one and it's like i there are certain games that like especially from that ps1 era that i'm like i want to check them off my list because like i'm annoyed that they're there but i'm so worried that they're not going to age very well so like for me dino crisis one and two and parasite eve one and two fall into that camp where it's like I was so excited for those games at the time. I'm a huge, again, I was a huge Squaresoft fan. And so they were coming out with this game for the PlayStation called Parasite Eve, which was sort of like a mix of like Resident Evil and I don't know if I would say Final Fantasy, but it was like a a slicker, more RPG-like Resident Evil yeah, um, with like a RPG kind of combat system. Mm-hmm. And it looked gorgeous at the time. And I was so excited and I bought it when it came out. I still, I again, played the first level. I was like, hmm. A little, little harder than I thought it would be. I'll put it aside. Same thing with too Dino hard, Crisis. I'll I try love later. too hard. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> um, I don't even remember where we got that from, but that was, that's one of our sayings: "Is too hard." I'll try later. Uh, and Dino Crisis was another one. I love Resident Evil, and they were like, "Oh, it's Resident Evil with dinosaurs." I love Resident Evil. I love Jurassic Park. Let's go. I started, and I'm like, "Raptors are so much harder to kill than zombies." <laughs> I'll I'll come back to this and I never fucking did. I bought the sequels to two of this, both of these games. The sequels to games I hadn't played or barely played and I thought 
I'm going to buy the sequel. I'm so excited about it. And then I'll go back and play the first one, even though I'd rather play the sequel, but I have to play the first one because of anxiety. And then I just never did. And now I'm like, you fucking have to remake them because there's no way I'm going to go back and play these games from the late nineties. PlayStation One, come on, man! It's gonna be such a nightmare. Okay, so one, one of the ones that's on my list that, that I was like, I'm like, I don't think I've bought any games that I, I have. Like, I bought the sequel to and never played the first one. But no, I did buy, uh, I did buy the first Dead Space. I started playing it, and like, I'm like, ah, I got some other stuff I want to play right now. I don't want to, I don't want to play this right now. I'll pick it up later. And then I bought Dead Space Two and never played it. Uh, and never went back to Dead Space One. So, yeah, I definitely have that as well. Um. For the most part, I think I, I would at least play the first game, but usually never play like the second or third ones if if that were the case. Uh I do have a handful here that were um well I have one at least that like I have not completed due to a game breaking bug, and that was the Twisted Metal remake for PS3. Ne- oh, I've never played dang. that game because the, the final boss battle is so the way the way the twisted metal remake worked it wasn't quite so much like the uh regular ones where it was like a one level thing and then like you know you go on to the next arena it was a little more kind of story based and they kind of like took some of the stuff from black where it, it had like you know the the changing levels and stuff like that and one of the things they did were there you had like boss fights boss encounters um and you had to go through this like kind of long process to get to the end you had to do it kind of all in one take there was no like you had checkpoints but you couldn't save at those checkpoints so like mm-hmm. if you if you got like two-thirds of the way through and you quit you'd have to start from the beginning of that thing uh mm-hmm. and the final boss battle is against like the sweet tooth gang and it's just it was a pain in the ass fight um that like took me forever just to get through the first part of it then you get through the second part or through the first part to the second part and same thing you build up build up build up and do it and you finally get through it and actually you know if i think if i remember correctly when you died you actually went back to the beginning of it like i don't think you had checkpoints in between tiers i don't know it's been so long since i did it but regardless the bug that i had all the time was just as i would get to the third tier my system would crash oh my every God. single fucking time. I think I remember this and it was a known bug, wasn't it? I don't know. As far as I could tell, oh. it was not a known bug. Uh, but I had, Dang. I had a launch, uh, PS3 and you know, hmm. the backwards compatible one. And I think something about it would just cause it to overheat. Cause that was, you know, that was late in the PS3's life cycle too. So like, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't know what, what kind of had effect that has on like launch hardware. Uh, but it definitely crashed every single fucking time and it would get like, I'd put it down for like a week and I'd come back to it. And then the, like the last time I had, it, I'm like, you know what? Fuck this game. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not doing this again. Cause I, it's, it literally would take me like an hour to get to that point. And that's it with, that's like doing the tears, like, and not like die, that doesn't include like dying and restarting. Like it's, it's like a 20 minute battle and then like another 20 minute battle. And then like, I don't even know how long the last one was. But I would just keep just I would easily blow an evening doing it and be like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I going to do this? I know it's going to happen again. So I just stopped and I've never, never picked it up since. 
I don't know if I have any that are that late, but like that must be so frustrating because I think you and I, at least, it seems like we're the same in that we have this imaginary box in our head that we check when we finish a game. I have an actual box. I have a spreadsheet for every game that I have where I have like what condition it's in and all that stuff. And one of the boxes is complete. (laughs) Like, did I complete it? Mm -hmm. And so I have yes, no, or partial. And so for me, that game would fall under partial. But every time I looked at it, I'd be like, God damn, it's not really partial. It's 98%. I'm sure if I went and like I was able to get a hold of like, you know, a newer PS3 or even try playing it on PS Now. Well, I did on PS Now. I would have to still play through the entire game because I can't transfer that save over. So I don't want to do that either because those those boss battles were hard if I remember correctly. Like they were not fun to get through. You might be able to because when I played Fallout New Vegas, I started on the PS3 and I just uploaded my save to PSN oh, and then okay. downloaded it to PlayStation Now. So okay. I was yeah, actually maybe. able to do it. So maybe yeah, but then I got to sign up for PlayStation Now and do that <laughs> and then add to my back- free trial, add to my backlog of games. Well, then I got to also <laughs> instantly I- <laughs> the entire library is automatically added. Well, then I also have to learn how to replay that game and then go through the frustrations yeah. of all that and like i just don't i don't want i don't also that game wasn't very good i, th- I think i i think i kept playing it because i'm i was you know i'm a huge Twisted metal fan like right one of, it was one of my favorite series and it's just like i wanted it to be better like it's good but it, it didn't it didn't hit like the same level as black it like it definitely tried too hard and all that stuff and it just didn't it didn't didn't play right it just didn't feel right like playing black it. is interesting i went back to that a few years ago and i was like damn this does not age the black that i had in my mind was very slick and controlled very tightly and then the black i played i'm like Ugh. i mean of, of course at the time it was much better than twisted metal one two and three yeah. um but playing it now or like a few years ago you know well after its release on the playstation 2 early in the playstation 2's life cycle I, I can see an, a newer gamer who's never experienced them being like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's basically the same thing. Yeah, it's, But at the time, it felt so revolutionary. It, 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 it's definitely like sluggish in some of the handling aspects. I still think 2 yeah. is probably the best game. It, I could still pick that up and just cruise through that, no problem. That game still moves pretty, pretty, pretty quick. I think they should do a Twisted Metal, like, I don't want to say remake, but like a... um battle royale kind of thing you know i don't know if it would be a hundred cars but like you know letting because like what if you remade like you did a twisted twisted metal open world game where it's like multiple classic maps combined and you just drop you know 40 cars into it or something like that i think that would be kind of cool i mean that, that could be but i could also see that getting kind of like well i guess like the way that the cars controls like they could just turn on a dime so it's like it's not like it's gonna be hard to maneuver around but i feel like the level design and that would be like either very very plain or very too or be, it would anything would be just too intricate for it to work yeah. properly because that, that, that game needs like open open areas with very small or limited uh closed quarter stuff yeah um, see what else do i have here um do you have the legend of zelda twilight princess because didn't we both buy that at launch for did. the wii we, that was one of the first <laughs> games we bought and i fell asleep playing it uh the day i got yeah. the wii and that was the last time i played it 
But like the the reason I I ask if it's on your list because for me I keep or like mentally a game is on my backlog if I intend to come back to it or if I want to come back mm-hmm. to it like if I see it like I know I own it and I'm like ooh damn I got to get back to that. I feel you know I, mean? I feel bad for not playing it okay like I like, don't think you'll ever I probably won't like I just I think the I think the Wii controls is kind of what ruined it for me um. Like Wind Waker is also on my list too. Like I, I still haven't played through all that, and like that's something I want to go through and play, but I just I haven't done it. Um, I was got to be like in the right mindset to play, you know, some games like that, and like sometimes I'm just looking for something that's a little more quick one off, you yeah. know, rather than like sit down for extended periods of time and play something. But yeah, the Twilight Princess, like I think I think it was the motion controls that ruined it, like that that don't want me to go back and play it because you can't really play it without the motion controls right like you kind of have to i think you can there's the hd remaster well, i think you can i'm not going to go buy a wii u for it <laughs> um and they're probably not going to re-release it on switch well maybe i don't know it is the anniversary it is the, the anniversary. anniversary maybe they'll do that that all-stars collection yeah. and barely do anything to it for yeah. a limited time well i would welcome it because i would love because i Kind of did the same thing. I we played it together at your house to check it out. Mm-hmm. I think we both played. We played like the intro area, and I was like, okay, like I can see this. Like, it's so hard to explain to people who weren't really into games at that point in time how um, excited people were for Twilight Princess because it was the game that they had wanted since Ocarina of Time. It was Adult Zelda, um, right? And they were finally getting it. And I was like, I was, I'm, I'm not. I'm not among one of like the most fervent Zelda fans, but I like Zelda. I've played most of the games. Um, and so I was, I was really excited for it, but something about playing the opening one or two hours didn't click with me. So I put it aside cause you know, I had the Wii, I had the 360, I had the PlayStation three. And so I was like, I have all these other games. I'll come back to it though. Cause I really want to play Zelda. And I did like a handful of years later, like it was probably around 2000, 10 or 12 or something and i was like i'm gonna go back i'm gonna do it and this is one of the most annoying ones on my backlog i'm gonna play through it i think i played for like eight hours that time and then i gave up again <laughs> and now so now i'm like extra annoyed with myself because i'm like i have to go you back put, and you put the effort and now you have to basically do it all over yeah. again because you don't know where you're at that, that is like one of the hardest things though about going back to something like that is like uh I was playing when I got the SNES Classic. I was playing Super Metroid again, and ah, I, gotta play I, that. I, I didn't put that on my list. I always get to a point. Well, I, I've I've beaten it before, long long time ago, but every time I play, like, or at least when I've been playing recently, I'll stop and then I'll forget where I'm at and forget what I have to do. Yeah, and like I'll even try to check a guide, and like that doesn't help because like you know, you're supposed to go through it in a specific order and I didn't quite do it in that order. So now I'm like, I don't know where I need to go. And I always just get kind of lost in those games if I'm not sitting down playing it, you know, constantly and stuff like that. Yeah. It's always, it's always hard to go back to something like that after not playing it for an extended period of time or then to like put, you know, a couple of years in between it as well. Right. Yeah. Especially with, with stuff like that. Cause you have to remember which power ups, cause I haven't played that one, but I am well aware of it as its status is one of the greatest games of all time. Um, you have to remember like, what upgrades do I have? Like, do I have to backtrack? And for me, I'm like that with RPGs. 
And that's why, like, usually when I start an RPG, I'm going to fucking finish it. I don't care if it's an 80-hour RPG, 150-hour RPG. I don't care if it takes me three months. I'm going to finish that RPG because coming back to an RPG, you have to remember the story. You have to remember the mechanics, the inventory system, all of that stuff. And it's so hard to come back to. And I hate myself for starting Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch on the PS3 and getting like 15 hours in or something or 20 hours in and then putting it aside. I don't remember why I put it aside. I liked it. Um, there were, there were a couple things about it that bothered me a little bit, but I liked it and I was like, yeah, I'm going to finish it. And then for some reason, I think it was like a new game or something came out and I was like, I'll just beat this game real quick and then I'll come back to it. The problem with that is like, you can never really tell when you're going to have time to play. So that other game took me a while longer to beat. I don't, again, I don't remember what game it was. And then the idea of going back and going back to like the middle of an RPG, I was like, nah, just mm, someday. And now there's a sequel out that everyone says is really good. So now I bought the sequel. I have the sequel. <laughs> it's one of those fucking stories. Tale as old as time. Song as old as rhyme. Uh. Joey and the backlog. <laughs> um, but like I, for me, like I feel like my motto with regards to backlogs is, Oh yeah, I bought that, but I haven't played it. Because I've had so many people be like, when you find out you're a gamer, they're like, oh, do you play this? Do you like this? And I'll have that with my students because I tell them, like, I use video games in the classroom and we study video games. And so they'll be like, oh, so are you a gamer? And I'm like, yeah. And they'll be like, oh, do you play this? Or have you heard of this? And I'm like, I have it, but I haven't played it. And like, how many times can you say that before people are like, what is fucking wrong with you? How many games do you have that you haven't played? A fucking lot okay. Well, if you look at my spreadsheet, you'll see right here yeah, there's a checkbox that says still exactly. shrink-wrapped. If I sort it by that. <laughs> um, well, now that explains why I haven't finished some games like, you know, Left 4 Dead 2 and Gears of War 3 because my best friend who used to play those games with me stopped playing okay. it because he was too busy playing other games and being okay. sad. Okay. <laughs> Left 4 Dead 2, we tried. We tried. We, we tried. tried a lot. We, tried really we got hard. to the last level, wasn't it? I, the concert venue? No, I think that's the second to the last. Okay. I think that's oh, I think that's the penultimate like one and like th we, that's yeah, no that's really fucking hard. Yeah, we came so close. But it was also just I you mean, it was also just you and me playing. We weren't playing with the yeah. full team, so we didn't have the luxury of like, you know, having a bunch of people being able to know what they're doing. We should get t Tab on so they could play with yeah. us and finish that fucking yeah. game. Yeah. Maybe that'll be a good way to prep for um what is it called? Back for Blood. Yeah, and play some Left 4 Dead 2. back and visit. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't work so well on the control on PC. I can tell you that much. Uh, it's there's, it's still really wonky with the controller, so that might be a mouse and keyboard we, game. Weren't we, we were playing on the 360. We were playing though, on we? the 360, yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to hook up. I'm not going to hook up my 360 to play this game because then I have to sign up for uh, Xbox yeah. Live and I'm not signing up for Xbox Live to play this one game. So you're you're literally gonna do a 360 and walk away. I'm literally gonna do a 360 and walk away. You son of a bitch. I mean, I you have it on PC. I guess, but <laughs> <laughs> then I have to connect my controller wirelessly. I mean, I was trying to play Left 4 Dead on Left 4 Dead One with the controller, and it wasn't working very well. Um, mm. Left 4 Dead Two might be a little better because that was around the time of the. 360 controller becoming the ubiquitous PC controller. So, uh, I think I played Left 4 Dead 1 with mouse and keyboard quite a bit. Um, 
because our friend Elise uh, wanted to play it and we played it a few times together and I'm pretty sure I played with keyboard and mouse. I fucking sucked because I'm so no, used to, you know, you're not a real gamer. controllers. Um, and well, because I was telling her, I'm like, because she played a lot. So I'm like, oh man, you're going to, you're going to kick my ass. But I was thinking like, I can hold my own. I play all the time on the 360. And then we started and I'm like, yeah, I got to aim with the mouse and hold you're, on you're, you're, the, you're the sad dog in that meme. Yeah. And she was the muscle dog, right? Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's like, I killed forty-seven zombies, and I'm like, I killed twelve. <laughs> uh, that doesn't explain Gears of War three, though. Why we never Gears of War three? We never finished it. We never finished the fight. Did we not? No, we never oh, did. See, I had Gears of War four because I know I didn't even play that one. But we we planned on playing that one. We were like, let's buy it. We're gonna play it mm-hmm. at launch. And then, did you buy that? I, I bought. Yeah, I, I bought, bought it. it. I bought it. God damn it! Yep. <laughs> now we got to go play the first two again to remember the story. What was that? There was another game. What's that one Army with the two, two dudes? Army of we, Two. We beat yeah. that. We never bought. But the, we didn't beat the sequel. We did, I don't think we bought this. I didn't yeah, buy the I don't sequel. Think, I don't think I bought it because I, I, I think there was some, there was some development stuff about it, and we we're just like, hmm. I think they, like, yeah, yeah. I don't think it was doing that so good in, in development. So we decided, no. yeah. I mean, that was an okay game. I think that's why too. Yeah, it was easy to give up on because it was like, well, it was fun to play together. Yeah, but. You know, um, Halo, I still haven't played Halo 4 or Halo 5. Uh, I plan on getting around to those. Well, I mean, you finished um, three, you finished the real trilogy. Now you're the real, trilogy. now you're going back and doing like episodes one through three, which you could probably skip those. You know what I mean? See, yeah, I was waiting for Halo 6, which is infinite, to come out to play these other three in the chess, what it was. Yeah, yeah, um, make sure you get that trilogy all in one. A game that I haven't played that I think you bring up and ask me or tell me, like, why haven't you played Which it is one? Portal 2. Portal. Oh, wow. You still have not played that. I still have not played that. I started it last summer, I think, um, and I got impatient with the intro area because it's very, like, cinematic and you basically just have to walk a bunch. And it's they so, like, Here. It's so worth it. It's so worth it. Was it was fun. It was funny. The writing was funny, but I was like, that game goes, give me the fucking gun. That game goes <laughs> so many fucking places, man. Like, you got to play that fucking game. I, I still, I, I can't believe you have not played that. Yeah, that's, that's one of them. Um, <laughs> the Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask to go back to Zelda. That's another one I still haven't played. I have it. I, I got it for the GameCube because they came out with this cool, like, Legend of Zelda something I don't it was, know it was, was a, it was the ocarina time majora's mask and then like the bonus dungeons for ocarina time yeah i have the one that, that includes cool. four swords and um link to the past for GameCube. oh damn that apparently GameCube? yeah damn it apparently goes That's awesome apparently goes for a lot of money um, yeah i still haven't played that i still haven't played metroid prime i started that i bought it i was very excited that, for that it that was i almost put that on my list and like i remember playing it i'm like yeah, this game's okay. Like I, 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 I didn't see myself returning to it, sort of thing. That one's frustrating because I bought it for the GameCube. Because at the time, like we were, we were both pretty pro Nintendo, pro GameCube. We were like in the in the GameCube camp. Yeah, we wanted it to succeed, so we were buying games like that because we were like, yeah, Nintendo still got it. Um, and then I didn't beat it because it was a little bit like I was used to. That's when first person shooters started getting a little bit more fast paced. And started that one's taking a little bit more slow and taking advantage of like your controllers and stuff like that and like right. using them the way they should have been used versus what like yeah. the 64 was doing with it. So like and it didn't have those controls at all. 
So it was like really right. hard to go from one, you know, like from, you know, Soldier or Fortune or something like that, and then to go into Metroid Prime and have to be two completely different control schemes that you can't yeah. even like set up the same. It's it's also hard to go back to games like Perfect Dark and Goldeneye. I've tried so many times and it just, it does not, you cannot find a control scheme that works comfortably in any of those yeah, situations. I, I want to go back to that remaster that they released, the Perfect Dark remaster for the Xbox One or, or the 360, one of those, because I hear that it's somewhat fixed. It's still a little janky, but like the I controls are Xbox One. modernized. Is it not in the rear collection? It might be, yeah. That might be where say, it's. That's the Xbox where, One. Yeah, I think they did. They do sell it separately, but yeah, it's in the rare collection. That was why I was um, happy that they re-released Doom sixty four because that game, that game is really good, um, but it sucks on a sixty four controller. Like trying to play it, I've tried to go back and actually play like the sixty four version, and it does not work very well. But they, when they did the re-release of it, they've updated it for modern controllers and kind of actually let you program it the way you want to play it and it plays like a modern shooter which is great um hmm. the game is still hard as fuck though so still stuck on that anyway sorry you're you're talking no no go go ahead um no i was just gonna say quake and quake 2 are probably the same way i had both of the we had those for the n64 and i loved those but i imagine going back and trying to play those would be very difficult i i tried to play quake on pc not too long ago and the game's always revolutionary at the time. It is slow as fuck uh, trying to play. It is not as fast-paced action as, like, a Quake 3. Yeah. So. No, Quake 3. Um, what else? What other what other games do you... Um, let's see. Uh, Doom 3 on that train. I, I still have not. Oh. I still have not played Doom 3. I started playing on a PC, like, when it came out-ish. But at the time my PC wasn't that good, so I was like, I had to play on like low settings and all that stuff, and then just like not having the having to do the flashlight switching and stuff like that was not fun. I could never get the mod to work, the duct tape mod, so hmm. I ended up not playing that. And then uh, I bought it on Steam not too long ago, and I've been trying to. While I was having problems with Steam, sorry, certain games on Steam where I would try to load them up and they would crash. The desktop and then I eventually realized that it was the um monitor uh splitter we have uh that would cause the games to crash to desktop whenever I opened them up so I couldn't play like Fallout New Vegas I couldn't play Doom I couldn't play any of the Quakes or anything like that unless I unplugged it started the game and then plugged the monitor switcher back in and then I then I was able to play the games but it took me about I don't know eight months to figure that out because there was like <laughs> no one had any sort of like they had similar issues, but like none of the fixes, their fixes worked or were the problem I was having. So eventually I figured it out. So maybe eventually I'll go back and play Doom 3. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, they just released it for PlayStation VR. So get one of those. See, play it. Mm, mm, no. <laughs> no. PC. I don't remember if I bought it. I, I think I will, though. I think that was the game I, think I heard it. Be. I heard it was okay in VR. Yeah. So I mean, out of any Doom game, it's so different than most of the other Doom games, yeah. so it seems to, to be the one that would fit the most. Uh, RE4 is on my list. Oh. I got to the first part of that game in, like, the first two hours, hour-ish, and I'm just like, I I didn't like I didn't like the control scheme. I think huh. that I think that was enough to turn me away from it. I didn't mind it so, I didn't mind it so much in the remake, 
Uh, but I think in the, the, the remake, they still kind of kept it tanky or a little more tanky yeah. than like the Resident Evil 4 control scheme, which I like. Totally. So like yeah. that was, I think that made it a little easier for me to go back and play it. Hmm. Um, but also at the time, like I really loved Resident Evil. So like going back and playing like this nice looking version of it was like awesome. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't like four. Hmm. Take away my gamer card. No, when I I tweeted out my list of um, like my favorite Resident Evils, Resident Evil Four was actually in the middle. Which, once upon a time, it would have been very near the top. But having replayed it recently, I'm I was reminded of like when you compare Resident Evil Four to some of my favorites. I think, like you said, I'm a little bit still more of a fan of like the tanky control, not the tanky controls, but the that. Very, two de- very deliberate movement, right? Versus, yeah. like free, free move and all that stuff. Yeah, so there, there's, it's still a great game. I love it. Objectively, great game. But like, I was surprised at how low it was, and I felt the same way. I was like, someone's gonna come take away my gamer card. <laughs> um, I still have not played. Um, I, w- I would put Metal Gear Solid Three on the list, but I didn't really have any interest in three. Oh, but I still have not played four. It's so good though. I've I, I think I think when it started getting more open, I guess to say, hmm. like it started just becoming more of a hassle for me to keep track of what I was doing. Uh like especially four, like just it's just well when I well when I was trying to play five, like I was just getting like because it was just like any way That's there, super like, open. Yeah, and it's just like yeah. I'm like overwhelmed because I want to, I want to try to do it selfie. I want to try to do it as selfie as possible. And anytime I would like alert somebody, I'm like, Nope, restart it. Got to do it again. Well, mo- mostly too. Cause I wasn't like prepared to like fight because I was not good at the mechanics at, at the time when I started playing it. But yeah, four, when I was trying to play it, remember we were trying to play it together and I'm just like, and just so frustrated with like how, you know, cause I, like I said, I'm going to play it sneaky and like, I keep getting alerted and, and I'm just like, I, I can't do this right now. And then have you watching me do it too. <laughs> eating your snickers while i'm failing you suck yeah pretty much i'm so mean um no i, I i'm sorry if i wasn't a good cheerleader i should have been but <laughs> <laughs> gotta lift you up um i think it's funny that like in terms of game mechanics that game encourages you to be stealthy by making the shooting very difficult but in terms of tone and like continuity it's funny because they make snake out to be the super soldier so great all these weapons but then he gets spotted and he's like oh hold on i can't shoot spraying bullets everywhere yeah like (laughs) he can't kill one guard (laughs) i I never thought about it that way yeah Yeah. Hmm. fucking snake uh what else is in my Um, pile of shame i i mean i can keep going why don't you give me some of your shameful things some more of your shameful stuff uh, yeah i didn't i just named the ones where it's like there's some specific thing like um hellblade senua's sacrifice i started that game i think i got like a couple of hours in but at the time that i played it which was a few years ago that was like peak anxiety time for me it was when i was actually really struggling with anxiety looking back i think i've always had some version i think many people do but like at that time when i tried to play it my anxiety was like super high so trying to play it and just hearing the voices that go on in the background and um this character being stressed out constantly like 
just fucking overloaded me. So I was like, like I also tried to play. Yeah. I also tried to play outlast at the time. Oh God. Fucking idiot. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, Oh fine. I'm going to get around to doing this. Nope. Not fucking fun. So, um, I put that aside. I do want to go back and finish it, but, um, that's on my list. Eternal Sonata on the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. That's an, a Japanese RPG that is highly stylized. Um, from what I have seen and read and heard, it's like you're playing in a painting. Um, it's about it's a game about music, but the art style is very colorful and vibrant and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, it's so beautiful. It seems right up my alley. I'm so excited to play it. And I bought it, but I put it aside. And I'm like, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm going to get to it. And that I'm still like, damn, that seems right up my alley. I still haven't played it. So like, I feel so dumb. Again, there's plenty of other games that I've bought that I haven't played, but there are certain ones like that where I'm like, I feel stupid when I see it. I'm like, you idiot. You paid full price for that. I don't think I played. I think I got it on a little bit of a sale. Um, but like, same thing with Tokyo Mirage Sessions. I bought that for the Wii U and it's made by Atlas. I think it's made by Atlas. Um, and it has elements of like Persona and Fire Emblem in it. And that's very appealing to me. And I'm like, when I when I play it, I bet I love it. I still haven't played it. So that one's also very annoying. Yeah. I've, I've spent a lot of money on games that... Well, that, see, that's why I stopped buying games is because I'm waiting for them to come to PS Plus and I don't have to buy it. Like Control. I got, <laughs> didn't have to buy that game and I got to play through all of it. And you still haven't even touched you your... It, and, yeah. and you still haven't touched your copy still, that you bought for Christmas. And I bought it. Yeah. <laughs> but I but see, I buy things for myself for Christmas because I buy them on Black Friday. Yeah, you you, so you at least wait for sales. So. Yeah. I, the way that I buy games is like, as we've mentioned, um, not to keep beating this pauper's drum, but, you know, not very wealthy. Uh, even now, I'm a poor grad student, so I don't get a lot of money. So I will add games to my Amazon wish list to track them, and then I just watch for sales. I follow game accounts on Twitter, like Cheap Ass Gamer or Wario64, who they both tweet out game sales frequently. And so if I see a really good deal on a game, I'll buy it. Like if I'm planning on playing it, and so Control, I think I got for like 15 bucks or something, mm, and it was not long after it came out. I was like, oh shit, that's awesome. Um. I bought, it was a pricing error. I got, uh, what's the open world zombie game? Dead Island? I, I liked it. Dead Island? No. No. Close. Closer. Getting warmer. Evil Within? No. Um, I was waiting for you to say Dead Island again. Uh, Dead Island? <laughs> um, uh, um, Dead Island. Oh, that's, no, close though. Uh, shit. If someone's listening, they're probably screaming it. The motorcycle. You're on a motorcycle. All the zombies. Oh, uh, zombies Days are Gone. Infected days or whatever gone. stupid bullshit. Days Gone. Thank you. Days Gone from my memory. Um, <laughs> Which is also a PS Plus game. That game, there was a pricing. Yeah, when it just came out, it was still full price, 60 bucks. Uh, it was, there was a pricing error at Walmart. Um, you could get it for like 15 bucks or 10 bucks oh, or geez. something. Okay. Um, yeah, and I was like, shit. So I bought it. The problem was... Again, it was a pricing error. They honored it, so they sent it to me, mm-hmm. but it was fucking crushed. It was like folded in half almost. The case was just shattered. And so I was like, uh, what the fuck? So I brought it back to Walmart and I'm like, uh, can I exchange this? And they're like, no, because <laughs> it was a pricing error. Um, and so we would only be able to exchange it if it was equal price, but that's not the price. So oh, we'd, be, we'd be giving you this $60 game. 
And so I had to basically, I brought it back home. I like folded it back kind of straight and then put it under a stack of books and left it for like, I think like two months or something. And so now it's passable. If you just glance at it, it looks like it's a a case that's not completely shattered and all that stuff. With this cheap game? uh, Either way, got it for like 10 or 15 bucks. (laughs) Crash. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Like, did they send a memo to like UPS or whatever? They're like, hey, can you step on this? The guy wants, trust us, the customer, he wants it. It's his his kink. He's, He's got kind of a kink, so just, yeah. Um, or when they shipped it out, where they're like, motherfucker, they just found the most broken case and they're like, just send this one to them. Um, yeah, that's, that's weird. That, I like, did end up playing that one. That's but... weird. That they wouldn't exchange it. Like that's, that seems like it's not your, it's not your fault that they fucked up. Like you fucked up. You sent me yeah. and you sent me a broken ass game. Fucking correct this problem. Dipshits. Yeah. The disc was intact. So, well, I guess, you know, I guess that. That all worked out. And see, but, that's why you just buy all games digitally. Um, now you don't have to worry about that at all. No. <laughs> physical future. <laughs> um, I'm grateful that the digital future is, has not come as quickly as some people anticipated. Um, I'm still still buying my physical copies. Not always. I just bought Civilization Six. It's on sale on the on PlayStation right now for $14, I think. Um I have no idea. That's, I mean, that's instant added, added to the backlog well, here, pile because I have no idea when I'm going to play that. Here's the problem though. $14. We just, we just talked about like, oh, physical game, physical game. But then it's like, I should buy this digital version so I don't have to get up and put the disc in anymore because that's why you want to buy GTA 5. I didn't even. <laughs> you can't right. buy it digitally now. Yes, because... but I also, I mean, I also didn't even look at my Steam catalog. Like, oh yeah, I know I, no, like I did. Just I, looking I mean, at someone's Steam catalog. Let, let, me, let me let me load that. Oh, let me load this trash fire up here. I can only imagine some I'm of the stuff even that's load mine up. But like, yeah. Let's see. I, and I with with Steam, you buy these Steam sales. I the, the last few years have been kind of shitty, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, no, a lot of the games haven't been. I have not paid attention that deeply to discounted. Uh, I have been yeah, buying. Yeah, but like, back in the day, you'd get like big titles i have been like buying like five bucks some like and itch less. and humble bundle stuff lately uh i bought that one yeah. that was like 300 something games that i'll maybe play like three or four i didn't even yeah there was the one that was like over a thousand games oh, that that was the one um, yeah, for the, the, i don't remember what it was for it was the black lives matter one i think is that that was the yeah one? yeah that was the one yeah and so like how how do we even count that? You know what I mean? Like we literally have between just between Steam and itch.io I mean and Humble Bundle for something like I have hundreds of games. For something like that, I, I for if it comes in a bundle, I'm buying it specifically more more than likely for a couple games. To the support. Yeah. Or or the support too. Like there were a couple games. Oh in, no, 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 I just yep, outed nope, you as a bad yep, person. I'm a bad person. I was just buying it for All the lives game. matter, huh, Ron? <laughs> <laughs> hate you so much <laughs> back the blue huh ron <laughs> um anyway but yeah like no i i don't add it to my backlog either but but it still stands like we have hundreds of unplayed games yeah i have i have dead island on here yeah. uh i have doki doki literature club i still haven't played that yet uh do it i still have um still haven't finished goat simulator like there's still more to do in that. Um, 
Hexen. I didn't buy Hexen though. I bought that it collection that had all the Doom, and that's why I was buying oh, wow. it. Uh, the Hitman games, like the the first couple that the see Hitman, like the first couple Hitmans, like those were just fun sandboxy things. Like I still haven't gone through and played like the the more recent ones. Uh, the new one sounds good. The, the, all of them, all the new ones sound good. I, I mean, they they're they're, yeah. they're PS Plus games, so I have them. Uh, I just haven't sat down and played them. So I guess you can add those to my backlog too. Um, Ellie <laughs> Noir, I still haven't finished that yet. I got to a point to where, what? yeah, I know. I got to a point to where I was, um, so what was coming out? Some, there was something else coming out around that time and I couldn't devote, I couldn't devote time to both of them. And then by the time I got done with the other game, I was trying to come back to Ellie Noir and like, I had to start, I would, I would have like, I'm like, I would have to start over again or like go back a bit. And I didn't want to do that. So, uh, there's not, there's not a lot of stuff on my steam library here that's the worst huh. there's, there's a lot of it was just like they were part of collections and so i wasn't buying them specifically for that so that's not that bad not as bad as i thought yeah, it was i bought a be. japanese visual novel bundle that had over a dozen games i think and like you said it was for like one i was like oh i want to play that one and i was like oh, i'll play the other ones because i want to i want to play more japanese visual novels but play more i think i I I tried one and they're so slow like the ones that end up striking it big I think are better about getting pretty quickly to like the sex you know romance Eh, I don't think I've I've only played a couple that have actual sex in it but like the, the romantic relationship type stuff I think I own some that have sex in them but it's 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 so slow the build up they're like I come from a planet filled with water and I was gifted my fins by my great Mimo. I'm like, oh, fuck, okay, just take your clothes off. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's, that is nothing, nothing that I've played is like that. But Because they're already not um, wearing clothes because they're a fish. They're already, exactly. Yep. <laughs> Put your clothes on. <laughs> no one wants to see your scaly ass. Um, But yeah, I, I, I my Steam my steam libraries i think most people if you have if you had steam for as long as we have have quite a collection that you probably will never get to uh silent hill three and four i'm still sort of embarrassed that i haven't played i, I yeah a four four is on my in, in my box four is four is really good like i got got a good couple hours into that and then i don't know i don't know why i stopped playing it honestly the opening of Silent Four reminds me so much of PT. Like people, you know, when, when they talk about PT, they they uh, are very reverent of it, and it's it's an excellent trailer or teaser. Um, but it's not. I think it does take influence, or Hideo Kojima was taking influence from certain other things. The opening of Four, you start out in this room, and you basically keep kind of going through the same. If I remember correctly the same sorts of things and you keep looking through the peephole and, and things will slightly change yeah, and like, subtly yeah, things in your apartment. It's, it's your apartment that you're trapped in. Yeah. And it's locked from the inside. And yeah, like it, now that you mentioned it, yeah, like it is kind of reminiscent of that or just like subtle things will change. Like you'll look out the window and you'll see something on a balcony that wasn't there before. Like, yeah, you'll look out the yeah. window and you'll see like hatch marks or like look at the people and you'll see hatch marks on a door. And like, as someone dies, it'll add like another one there or something like that. Yeah. yeah, I need to go back and play that game. 
Yeah. So those those two, I loved Silent Hill too. Um, and I'm I, I'm one of those people that's like, when's our, when's the next Silent Hill? And I'm like, I don't really have much of a right to be because I've only ever played and beat Resident or Silent Hill two. I started Silent Hill three and four, and got stressed out because it's one of those games where it's like, here's a gun, you can't <laughs> use it. You know what I mean? They'll give you like four bullets, yeah. um, to use against enemies that can't really die. So. I was like, ah, I'll come back later. And four, four, I love everything about four, like the the design of characters and like enemies and just like the the sound design overall in that game is fantastically unsettling. Yeah, I really need to go back Hmm. and play that. Um, One of the ones that, uh, there's a Silent Hill on my list that besides that one, uh, the Shattered Memories, the uh, the Wii version of the Wii game, I heard that one like a remake of no I think it's I think it was its own I think it's its own thing uh but it also does like a psychological mm. psychological test to, while you're playing it and gives you an evaluation mm. at the end based on your choices and stuff like that so I really need to go through and play oh, that oh so yeah the ending for Silent Hill 2 kind of does that in some and it doesn't give you results but your ending is in some way based on some of your choices and some of it is psychological. So like the one that I always remember is there's a knife you find in the game and I don't know if it has a use, but if you keep looking at it in your inventory, the game reads it as, well, your character must be suicidal. So at the end of the game, your your, your character um, unalives themselves as TikTok would say. <laughs> um <laughs> So that that's that's always been interesting to me, but um, any any other games? My last game is The Last Guardian for the PlayStation Four. I was one of those people that's like, yeah, hurry up and come out, and I haven't played it. But um, any other games on your list? Um, so it's not, I still haven't played Last of Us. I've had that for since I got the PS Four because oh. I came with the, the remastered version. Um, still haven't played that. Um. I keep feeling bad that I like I'll start I keep starting Bayonetta and then keep putting it down. I don't know why. It's a mm. fun game. I just I just keep like getting to a point and then just putting it down. Um That's that's pretty I mean there's a couple other ones here but I don't know honestly how much interest I had in some of them like uh Ico was like a pretty looking game but the premise I don't think was like deep enough for me to get into it and same thing I like with the shadow of the Colossus, like it's a good looking game but I don't think it was for me in, in the first place um I think that's it. yeah those are two that I have and I'll I'll get around to them but I don't feel I get, guilty I guess on I guess on this list uh Super Mario Galaxy the Galaxy games have not mm-hmm. I haven't even touched them bought them oh wow I think, I think only about the first one uh but yeah I still haven't touched it wait a minute didn't you buy one of the Mario Karts and you, I was mad at you because you never opened it, and you were like, "It's just collecting dust." Was it Mario Kart for the Wii? It was probably Which, for the Wii granted, because we the enough. idea was we were going to play it together, and then yeah. we weren't playing online that often. Um, yeah, I would put Super Mario Sunshine on this list, but that was a bad game. So, how dare you? I like Sunshine. I'm glad people are appreciating it it's, now with the, the re-release. It's okay, but it's it's not it's not a it's not a top tier Mario game. Yes, it is, you son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> so what do you plan on doing about this? Do you have like a plan of attack of like, here are the games that I know I'm going to get to soon, or 
Um, do you have any games that you're like just really itching, like maybe in the next six months, like by the end of the year, that you'll you'll knock off or or hope to knock off? I don't know because a lot of, a lot of the stuff's like on old hardware, so I'd have to dig out the hardware, and some of it like you know like the Wii, like I, it's all composite, so it's gonna look like trash. So it's gonna be like do do a real little plate that way, or do I maybe want to try to mm. emulate it and get at least high res, and then can my actually run that emulator well enough you know some of that stuff i run into that problem and like with the ps3 like is the is the hardware going to be able to handle it like for me to play the whole game through without it crashing at some point or whatever um and also to do i have any controllers that still work uh <laughs> i guess you could plug those up and use them at the same time right it wasn't just the battery in them can't remember. Yeah, my battery was fine. If your if your joysticks are sticky, let me know and I'll share how I cleaned mine right. because it was super frustrating. I thought the the stickiness was gonna go away after using them for a while. Oh no, it's it's just nope. it's just that rubber. It just it just does yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's um it's it's hard. Like I don't know. Like there's there's stuff that I want to get through, but then there's like also more recent stuff that I got that I want to get through too. And you know, it's just and also you know life gets in the way yeah. of all that stuff too so it makes it extra difficult so i don't know what about you um i don't i i don't think so because my backlog used to stress me out a little bit because every time like you know a new game would come out i would be like i can't play that because i'm finishing up this old game or i'm like i need i have all these old games i want to get around to and so it was always sort of looming over me but recently, just even like in the last three or four months, I've been able to kind of let it go. As we talk about this list, there are games where I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, I do need to go back and play that. But even just recently, I've been playing through Resident Evil Village multiple times. I replayed all of the Mass Effect games. Um, I'm about to replay Final Fantasy VII. And so, like, that's abnormal for me, replaying games, because I always feel like, oh, there's so many games that I haven't played yet. I need to go back and play them. And I'm, I'm, I don't know. I feel comfortable for the first time in my life being like, they're there. They're not going anywhere. I'll get around to them. But maybe, but talking about this just for pure kind of like cathartic symbolic purposes, I kind of want to go back and play Secret of Evermore because again, fucking, I bought it in like 99 or something. So I don't, I think I would have to play it on my Wii U because I think I bought the digital version, um, because I was like, I don't know if my Super Nintendo, I, it probably works. I'm but. telling you, just 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 mod the 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 SNES Classic. It's great. Oh wait, was it on the SNES Classic? No, wait, no. Secret, see, wait, Secret of Evermore. Yeah, I don't think that was no. Maybe, uh, maybe Secret, Secret of Mana. I think Secret of Mana was because that was that's a weird one because it's a three player game, but you can only hook up two controllers. Hmm. Uh, let's see, SNES Classic games list um uh let's see earthbound's on there secret of mana yeah, is buddy. on there um no evermore hmm yeah i think i have it for the wii u and my wii u is still hooked up um weirdly enough so maybe i'll just have to pop that on but yeah i don't know i i'll get around to the stuff if not then at least we have plenty to do when we're in retirement homes and can't hold a controller Looking anymore a by then it works yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, at that point I'll be all in on the digital future cuz all my old consoles won't work so I'll be like, "Where's the digital copies, <laughs> damn it?" And they'll be like, "You your entire collection is in a closet somewhere." And I'll be like, 
I can't play it. All right, let's get you back from um, home, Grandpa. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, any anything else you wanna do? You wanna add any shout outs or anything? Where can people find you? Uh, I am on Twitter at Big Bad Ron, Instagram at Not Big Bad Ron. Again, it's mostly just pictures of cats now. Yeah, buddy. I've actually been posting a lot lately, just doing more dumb stories because it's still kind of weird going out and doing things. That's really weird, going out and doing things. Mm-hmm. Have you done any things recently, like going out and doing things? Um, uh, Outside of going to, like, stores? I don't think so. I can't think of anything. Uh, yeah, no, no, like, events or anything like that, like, around people. It's just been stores. I've gone to a few restaurants, not, like, to sit down and eat. I haven't done that yet, but... Yeah, nothing, nothing big. We've done a couple bars and gone to a couple restaurants. It's, it's nice, but it's still, still a little weird. I don't know. Yeah, just don't think I like being around people. Yeah, and it was a nice excuse for a good year and a half of like, oh, sorry, COVID, taking it seriously. Yeah, can't socialize. Fuck you. Oh darn. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so check check Ron out, check his cats out, oh, check his just check my cats out. Hansa boy Frank, just, just, that's it. Hansa boy yep. Frank. That um, just, oh yeah, he has his own Instagram yeah. account. Yeah, still hasn't got any, check, still hasn't got any influencer money yet. So still waiting. <laughs> got to start pulling his <laughs> weight eventually. Brand, brand deals, doing the hot tub streams. Um, uh, Tab will be back next week, and maybe we'll Thank, hear more news about. Thankfully, will be back. You can stop their... hearing my dumb voice. Yeah, finally. Um, but we will have you back because, like I said, I want to do something about nostalgia and replaying Final Fantasy VII. So we'll have you back on soon. Until then, thank you for joining us, Ron. Thank you for joining us, listeners. Um, I had something that I wanted to do for an outro because I wanna, can't figure you out how to say fucking end these the, things. The email address there oh, and, and where to oh, reach you. And yes, where to you're contact at. us at Pretty Pixels Podcast. No one emails us. We haven't gotten a single you email never, address, so you it doesn't never matter. Know. You never know. All right, one listener. <laughs> Pretty Pixels Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> um, email us all of your thoughts and fancies and cat oh, pictures. Oh, and before before I forget, I, I do wanna like I do wanna mention that I like how you forgot Tab's uh uh Twitter handle as well. So now I don't feel so bad. Uh, well they're not here. They don't get a <laughs> shout out. They don't get people don't get to follow no, them. in the, one of the last episodes you're like, oh I can't I couldn't remember if it was random ox or the random ox. It was the same thing I did. They made yeah. me feel bad about it, but you was like oh, 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 oh. Yeah, they I do hate me. Pass. So yeah. yeah, they that's true. That's all they keep like I was like, oh Ron's gonna be on the podcast and they were like, oh they like threw up in their mouth a little bit. It was very dramatic. Um, but until next week, everyone, thank you for listening. And this is my new outro. Ready? <clears throat> see if you see if anyone recognizes. You got to be kind of an old to re- to recognize this, but an old. Bye. Thanks for stopping by. Baba booey, baba booey. How's your penis? Oh God. Bye.